Oh my goodness. Anyway, sir. How man, is it going? Man. How's it going for you? For me? For you. For me personally, man, it's going very well. Yeah? I must say, I had a very productive day. I actually just got back from a leg day. Made me a nice little steak. Ooh. So I just had dinner. Okay. Watched, some, watched some little YouTube videos and came back up here, set up, and boom, now we're here. On your metaphysical shit again? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something you gotta, like, I mean, I get it. I get it. Something like that. Did you know, real quick, did you know melanin is worth more than gold? I'm sorry, like the stuff in my skin? Yeah. Is worth more than gold. Is worth how do you gold. sell melanin? How do how do how do you sell melanin? Yeah. Is there a market for that? Um use your imagination. I don't think I want to. Because <laughs> I'm yeah, fucked I, up, man. My, you, no, no, you're on the right track. It's what I'm thinking. It's what you're thinking. Oh no. Yeah. That's kind of what I was learning today. Okay, my next question is um, it's probably even darker than the thought I just had about selling melanin. Mm -hmm. The person you sell it to, what are they using it for? Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, this is a sports show. So we're going <laughs> to we're, we're, we're gonna try to keep it as sports as possible. But Oh, um, no. For uh, for lack of a better term, um, don't tell me. And time, and time. Okay. Uh, I'm just gonna use the word control. Oh, oh no. Yeah. yeah. No. I haven't haven't watched the entire video yet, but. And you're sure of like how accurate this? I mean, it's YouTube. Like that should be a little. How accurate it is is not really that important to me. Oh. I mean, well, I know I know melanin. <laughs> you know, that, that's a fact. That's, that's a, a fact. fact. Okay. Yeah, that's a fact. But. What's more important to me is how thought-provoking it is mm. and, like, how much it makes me question our existence and our start, purpose. I need to start watching my back out here, I think, in these streets, bro. Yeah. Uh, some melanin yeah. hunters out here. Bro, them, um, what's the movie? Uh, Get Out? Yes. Dude. That shit's true. That, I love that movie, too. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. I said the same thing. Because I watched it with Rach, and I was like, listen. It's not the fact that it's scary. It's the fact that it's so accurate that it could be plausible. Like, that was a documentary. <laughs> like, oh, it was horrifically so, accurate. Oh, so accurate. Like, I feel like that sometimes. For that movie. Oh, you know what? I'm married. It's no secret. A Caucasian woman with a large... Caucasian family. So <laughs> when you meet them at first, you know, you kind of go, what do you expect? You know, and it was lovely meeting her family and they're wonderful people. And, you know, mm -hmm. we've been married for, you know, 13 years. So I'm sorry, uh, together for 13 years. Um, and, you know, there's been, there's never been any kind of awkwardness or, you know, uncomfortability feeling around them. I, they, I feel at home with my in-laws as much as I do with my regular family. So I'm very fortunate. However, all that to say is it ain't always like that. It for, ain't always uh, like for that. others. Mm -mm. And get out, I think, was a very eye-opening experience because of the plausibility. Because I know that kind of thing does happen. Maybe not yeah. that extreme, but it it does eh, happen. You know, you know. Hey, you know. what's what's that guy's name? Remember the dude with the hat? Um, his real name or his name on the show? 
Oh, the name the show. Oh, or the movie. Oh, the movie. I can't remember the name of the movie. He was in. He was in uh, that uh, Donald Glover TV show too. Atlanta, uh, which is a yeah. fantastic show. I fucking love that show. I'm so that sad show. that it's over, but Man. I absolutely adored that show. But but you know who I'm talking about? Yes, 100. percent I just can't remember what his name was on the movie. I think there's more. <laughs> there's more of him in the world. Oh than yeah, our, yeah. Then then we know of just that the the trapped one. The, the, yeah. The, the, with the, the help control. me, out. the eyes are just like help me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot yeah. of that. Yeah, it's. No, I used to, I used to work at the gym, right? And um, there used to be uh this couple that comes in. It was um an elderly Caucasian lady. Mm. She had to be at least in her fifties, and there was a younger African American male. Sure, had to be about thirty, just a little bit older than me. Yeah, probably mid thirties. And uh, I always thought something was off. Um, oh, he would like, he would like, cater to her unhealthily. If you, you kind of know what I'm saying, like, like he, like he would help her on the bike, and help her off the bike, like the, as the, if she was elderly, as if she was handicapped. Right. Right. Yeah. Huh. And mind you, it's not an actual bike. It's. A fucking fitness yeah, bike. It's a stationary so bike. It's a stationary bike. Right. That's and man, I wish I could explain his mannerisms to you. <laughs> but it was it was always like he would almost look to her to see if it's okay to respond. Oh, I I know exactly the mannerism you're talking about. It's just that look of like Yeah. 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 Like, can I? It was Is almost like guy? he was fearful of her. Yeah, uh, it it happens. It happens. It I mean, happens I'm not saying a lot. I'm not saying it's proven for a fact that that is that, but no. If you put two and two together, so, sometimes a shark is a shark. Like it, two plus two is four. Right. Uh, and again, hey, if if that's the situation he's in, and he is not in any kind of danger, I am not someone to judge. But the world is weird. World is extremely weird. It's getting weirder by the day. That's all I mean. That's all I mean. You know what else? I just learned like maybe 20 minutes before this podcast. Hmm. Do you know alligators or crocodiles? Like they don't have an actual defined lifespan. I I made the same face. It said like, I mean, normally they live like, you know, 70 years average, give or take. Some can live to be like 100. But alligators and crocodiles don't have a defined lifespan. Meaning they never die of old age. Yeah. They, they either die of like like hunting or starvation, like predators, that kind of thing. So pretty much like if you left an alligator alone, it's not that it would live like it's not immortal, but essentially the their bodies, because they just keep on growing, their bodies get so like old that they can't keep up with like their regular feeding habits. Mm. So they die from starvation. That's gotcha. but never of old age. That is fucking crazy. I thought that was fascinating. That is. I want to pet crocodile now. <laughs> this is not Florida, man. <laughs> man, hey, I'm moving there. I'm gonna move there. You, one you, day, you know, one never. Day. You you move one crocodile into Wisconsin, <laughs> it will make a family, and it will kill somebody's dog. Yeah, multiple dogs. Did we have a crocodile up here, like on the loose? Am I misremembering that, or was that a cheetah? There was not a. 
No, animal. it was something else. It was something else. It was some kind of animal. It was like, it was like a tiger or some shit. Maybe it was a tiger. Yeah, it was like a tiger. Like just a few years ago, it was like yep. running around the streets and shit. And everybody's like, "Whoa, look out!" I remember distinctly, like looking at my backyard all the time. Like, is it back here? Hell yeah! Was it, there it goes. Oh shit! I think it was a tiger. Look out! You see a fucking Arcanine like and shit I'll running around. Arcanine. <laughs> 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 I don't look that up, but I feel like we had like a tiger on the loose very recently. Yeah, it, it was a. It was definitely a wild cat. I Panther don't know or something. It was something. Yeah, something. Some, yeah, something from the Jungle Book. I'm sure. Some, but. Uh, a fucking Ombreon, Eevee, fucking... What the fuck? Those are just cute, man. This thing was ready to kill. <laughs> Everybody had their dogs inside. I remember. I gotta look that shit up. That shit was crazy. One, two, three. Oh my goodness now see we're trying to keep this shit under an hour now and we've already digressed from sports my goodness how <laughs> is that? that's hilarious what hey, we should the- do oh shit okay real quick we should do an episode where we don't talk about sports and oh, see where we are the fast approaching that sir because we're getting to that point after the nfl draft it's like uh, oh we got like- the playoffs we got nba playoffs nba playoffs you're right you're right um, but other than that, a couple UFC fights. Yeah, then we're gonna have to get real creative. So, yeah, yeah. that's coming up soon. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. Can't then wait. We'll, we'll really test the improv skills at that point. Yes, sir. I cannot oh. wait. Love oh these challenges. Goodness. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is the Bank Bro Show. My name is Siege. This man is Ryan. Hello, I'm Ryan. He's the good-looking one. Um, no, he is. Ah, I appreciate that. Uh, we're gonna get into a, a couple things, like not a huge sports news week this week. Um, just, just a UFC fight, Leon Edwards. Yeah, you know that was. We'll, we'll get into that. That'll be kind of the meat and potatoes, and then you know XFL had another week. Their ratings are plummeting, by the way. They gotta yeah. do something. They gotta do yeah. something, man. I'm not sure. Uh, honestly, you think it's because of the UFC fights? You know, they they kind of. I would say it's more March Madness. You think it's more March Madness? Yeah, I mean, true. I low key. I don't know why that didn't register. Honestly, yeah, it's probably I March. Bl- I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Like March Madness has been good. There's been a ton of upsets, but like, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't have that same. You know. You know what? Snap. You know. I'll, I'll make this real quick point, and then we can pivot. Sure, sure. About March Madness. Yeah, I believe that there are only all of these upsets. So it can draw more attention from the from you know the, the outside world because oh, like yeah. you said, March Madness has been dying over these past few years. Right. I remember back in middle school, I I used to fill out brackets religiously. Absolutely. I used to know teams from number one, the top guy, all the way down to number twelve. Yep. And like college basketball was popping. I'm talking about when Derrick Rose was playing Mario. Uh, that year, yes. Eric Gordon, those guys, you know, like during that time, that's yeah. when college basketball was popping. But now I feel like they're making these upsets happen. We oh, as or yeah. they as in Vegas, so they always kind of bringing these games to bring more viewership and attention onto March Madness. Fucking That's what I believe. Shadow government, dude. Yeah, Vegas is always pulling them strings, and I absolutely agree. I mean, some of these upsets this year, I'm like, are you? Now, what the fuck? Like, who the fuck is Furnum? Like, my dog. Like, what is? It? 
And yeah, I agree. I used to do like 10 brackets every single time. My wife and I would do brackets together. She kicks my ass every single year. <laughs> I did like, I kind of forgot the tournament was even happening until the last second. And my boss was like, did you fill out a bracket? I'm like, for fucking oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, for March Madness. I'm like, oh shit, it is March, isn't it? Like, oh, damn, I forgot the whole month existed at this point. And my, then, forgot, my God, I forgot they played college basketball. Right. It's like, well, that's, a, that's a thing, too, right? And he's like, you should fill one out. Like, I'm like, okay, when's the tournament start? He goes, in an hour. I go, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> just threw, I threw well, one I together lost. last night. And, yeah, and then it got shattered within, like, an hour. So I was like, okay, well, this was this was fun. Thanks. Yeah, because I think Duke got fucking smacked. Immediately. So. <laughs> and, you know, Duke, everyone knows Duke. Right. So everyone's gonna pick Duke, right? Of course. And gone. Vegas said, "No, nah, nah, see you later." That shit was so stupid. So yeah, March Madness is here, but I mean, it is whatever for me. Like, mm-hmm. man, man, shout out to Michigan State though. We in the Sweet Sixteen. I, that's true. You you can still got one. I I was following Marquette for a little bit. I, I saw the last couple games with them, and you know they blew it. It's Marquette. Sorry guys. Like, hey, Michigan State beat them. Hey, that's right. You know. Wisconsin wasn't even in the tournament this year, so it's like, all right, go Marquette, I guess. If Marquette's your front runner for the state, you're probably in trouble. Sorry, you ain't got Dwayne Wade, bro. Sorry, guy. Yeah, exactly. This ain't Dwayne Wade, Marquette. <laughs> come on, come on, come on. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what it was. XFL, like I mentioned, just ratings are slipping. But you and I did have a bet about the Sea Dragons and the DC Defenders. We can recap that. Just yes, because sir. it was a shot for depending on who won. And guess what? Both we both won. won. Hey. <laughs> we both won. We both won. I got the Jameson ready, which was the freaking sponsor for my weekend. I, um, my God. Oh, we can get into our weekends. Let's right recap. Yeah, let's recap the XFL real quick, and then we have dueling St. Patrick's Day stories, I'm sure. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, Seattle Sea Dragons. Defeated the Houston Roughnecks, gave the Roughnecks their first ever loss. And yes, I, sir. I will put applause in for that one. I told you. It did call that. I told you. <laughs> That's a big, big win. I mean, Roughnecks, hey, y'all had a good run. They even came down to the last like few seconds. So, <laughs> you know, kudos to the Sea Dragons. Ben DiNucci is out here still slinging it. Slinging it. He, Josh uh, Gordon's out picks, here. But it's cool. Yeah, that's XFL. Honestly, it's XFL. If you're yeah. winning games at this point instead of looking amazing, you're still doing okay. You still got a yeah. shot. So three picks, yes, but he did enough to get the job done. True. True. Um, I mean, a dub is a dub. It was an ugly win. Ugly. I didn't see the game, but I caught the highlights. Yes. It was an ugly ass win. He was he was kind of uh, he Ben Denucci. He was kind of off target. Kind of had a bad day. You could just look at the stats and see that. Josh Seven, Gordon had a quiet day. Right. Seventeen for thirty-two. Won. Seventeen yes. for thirty-two with two hundred and nine yards, one touchdown, and three picks. So yeah, by all rights and purposes, that's pretty fucking ugly, dude. But hey, hey, a dub was a dub. That was a dub. And we are now three and two. Hey, we started off zero and two. That's three in a row. Not bad. You know, we coming from them defenders, man. We coming. Climbing the ranks. I will take my shot for that one. Oh, God, I poured that way too high. <laughs> no. What am I doing to myself? <laughs> I 
Hey, hold on. Uh, I actually don't have any uh shots with me. Um, but I have a beer. Beer's fine. Beer's fine. Yeah. I really don't want to drink this beer though. Oh it's my crazy. god! I didn't want to but, drink that Jameson. <laughs> I'll be right back. I'm gonna go grab this beer. Go for it. He's grabbing a beer now. I finished my Jameson shot. That shit was disgusting. And I love Jameson. I love Jameson. But you should never shoot Jameson. This is a public service announcement. Don't shoot whiskey. If you do, it is a horrible mistake. Whiskey is supposed to be treated like wine. You make love to your whiskey. You don't abuse it. You don't shoot it. You don't throw it back. You take a little bit, maybe one or two fingers, of a decent whiskey. And you sip on it like a fine wine, but you don't shoot it. You need to love yourself and you need to love your whiskey. So for all you listening, this has been a public service announcement. Be nice to your whiskey and your whiskey will be nice to you. Anyway, welcome back. Whoa. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. So I went through the door <laughs> and I heard something about two fingers. You, you said something. About <laughs> and then I heard something about be nice to your whiskey. And I said, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, What are we talking about here? <laughs> I mean, I did say make love to your whiskey. I mean, but whoa. no, not though not a not a vertical two fingers, <laughs> sideways two fingers. That's how you measure your whiskey. Oh. <laughs> you order it by the finger. Like I want two fingers of Jameson. Then the, the bartender looks at you and goes, This kid's classy. He knows what the fuck he's talking about. And he gives you the appropriate amount. Three fingers is if you're having a bad day. You never drink four fingers, That's- then you're an alcoholic. So those are the rules. Those are the rules. I didn't make that up. Those are the actual rules. Two fingers is average. That's that's a nice amount. And you just sip it. You sip it. Little laps like a dog. Sip. The more you know, I guess. See, the more I talk about, it, the more I feel like I'm talking about. Yeah. Um. It, yeah. I'm, I'm not doing myself any favors with this stuff. Yeah. I'm <laughs> it all in. It, it sounds very cool. sus. I'm just. Yeah, not saying anything. I'm a little sensual. It's a little sensual, but that's the relationship I have with whiskey. You have to treat it right, (laughs) because I've treated it wrong in the past, and it treats you wrong right back. Mm. Mm. But I'll put a pin in that because St. Patrick's Day I learned that lesson again, like I always do. Cheers, (laughs) sir. Cheers, my guy. Uh, I'm gonna drink this in two lips. So here's my first one. Go for it. Um, while you're doing that, I'm gonna discuss the DC Defenders, my team, who defeated. The very, very tough St. Louis Battlehawks. That means the DC Defenders are the only undefeated XFL team left. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Five and oh. Woo! Big five and oh. And I can feel that jersey or t shirt or whatever the hell we do coming my way by the end of this because DC is on. Fire! And they still got that two quarterback system working for them. It's working great. That shouldn't be working the way it is, but it is. Man, their running game was fucking crazy. I was just going to say, Mr. Abram Smith, 23 carries, 218 fucking yards on the ground, and three touchdowns. That is better than the pros. That is an insane game for a running game. He played for a (laughs) call-up. Oh, you know he is. In a a time where the running back position – is more devalued than it's ever been. This yeah. man's out here making a case that you should be paying these guys some more money. Yeah. That's crazy. Honestly. That's crazy good. And that includes a 70-yard touchdown run. 
So this he's just running all over the battle hawks. Good yeah, for he, him. He averaged almost like what what eight yards a carry. I was about seven and a half eight yards a carry. Just chunks, chunks. He's eating chunks. Crazy. Um, other than that, Vegas Vipers is being the Orlando Guardians. Guardians continue to be mysterious about their actual quarterback. There's no updates on that information <laughs> about the playbooks uh, being given to other teams. So I'm still looking for news, but I'm assuming this is more of like an Illuminati kind of thing, and we're just never going to hear from their quarterback ever again. So uh, blink twice if you're still alive, the quarterback, sir. Uh, wait, uh, Dormady. Who Dormady. The- he played. He played? He He's played alive? a very good game. He played very well. Oh, okay. Let me look. Oh, you're right. 22 of 25, 256 yards. Late in the game. Oh, my God. I want to know what happened in the locker room. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> Yo, like he balled out. Like, oh, my God. Out. Oh, that's so good. And they still lost, but <laughs> he bought out just enough, but the Vipers still had the playbook. <laughs> He's got to be getting paid. It has to be money, right? <laughs> right? It has to be. It has to be. It has to be. 22 for 25, 256 yards passing and two touchdowns. That's an immaculate game. That, that's f- and you still lost. 10 yards at attempt. Right. And no, wait. I think, I think it's because Paxton Lynch might have started the game. Well, I mean, those are Dormady-specific numbers. Yeah, but Paxton Lynch played too. Oh, did he? I mean, Paxton Lynch probably played and got pulled. Hmm, I can see that. Yeah. yeah they, they even mentioned him in the recaps, so that's funny. And they still lost. And they still lost. <laughs> like, what the? What? My thing is, Paxton Lynch, bro, you a former first-round pick, and how are you still a backup in the XFL? And getting worse. That still blows my mind. They rather put, They rather start the guy. Not start. They rather play the guy who's dimed them out with that playbook than play Paxton Lynch. I'm, I'm not that proud of a man, but that one would be like a kick to the balls multiple that, times. That's on, bro. That's crazy. Like that's saying something to Paxton Lynch. Like right. that's like, how bad you are. Like maybe this try dude gave my playbook away, and we still would rather play him over you. <laughs> right? Maybe try badminton, bro. Like this like, ain't your geez. sport. This ain't your sport. I mean, he's tall. Maybe try basketball. I don't know, but this yeah. ain't it. It ain't working for you, brother. Oh man, man. Uh, Arlington Renegades twelve, San Antonio Brahmas ten. Again, worst name I've ever Brahmas. heard. And they're just getting smacked around these games, too. And honestly, the Brahmas, wow, they have a two-QB situation, too. It sounds like I think most of these teams have a two-QB situation, at least the majority of them. But both went for a combined 20 for 34, 127 yards, one touchdown, and three picks between two quarterbacks. Now, that's That's pretty fucking impressive. Lee Bad. Ben DiNucci had that by himself. <laughs> Easily. Yes. The one touchdown and three picks. Right? <laughs> DiNucci tossed a 15-yarder for a touchdown. Then he went for a three-point conversion and nailed that, too. So DiNucci is is big yeah. balls out here. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, he wants a Brett Favre sit. Like, he'll uh, throw three yeah. picks, come back, and throw the touchdown that matters. Right. Like, my goodness. that <sighs> Again, it ain't for everybody. I'm glad these guys are getting a chance in this league. But some of them, y'all need to look in the mirror. Like long and hard. This ain't it for you. Right. This ain't it. But good for you for trying. I'm not out there, so I can't talk shit. I'm I'm sore from yesterday. My kids started soccer for their actually my son's fourth season, and I'm the coach. I don't know if you knew that. 
I coached soccer. I know, yeah, you told me. You told I me. think I told you that. So yeah. I'm pretty proud of it. Uh, we had our first practice of the spring season yesterday, and these are third and fourth graders. My legs are on fire. <laughs> Man, don't get old. I can't rally from drinking, and I can't run with third and fourth graders because my legs are like I was walking around the office today, and I'm like, why do I feel like my legs are concrete right now? And I go, oh, it's because you tried running with third and fourth graders last night, and you should have saw me, man. Like it wasn't even that much. I made them do some sprints up and down the field, some red light, green light, you know, just making it fun for them. And yeah. I'm out there yelling instructions. At the end of it, I made them do like it's it's called a uh, sharks and minnows. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure if you're familiar yep. with it, it's essentially me being a shark and trying to get them to yep. dribble their balls out of bounds. So I'm chasing these kids around, and then at the end of it, I'm like, okay, so you guys had a really good practice. Uh, I'm really proud of you. I'm like, dude, don't cry in front of the fourth graders. Just in my head, I'm like, just <laughs> don't, don't sweat. Don't let them see you cry. Don't let them see you <laughs> hard because they'll never respect you again. But in my heart of hearts, I was fucking dying <laughs> because I've been sitting on my ass since the spring, since the fall season. Oh shit! Don't get old. Keep staying in the gym, and, <laughs> and make love to your whiskey. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Make love to my whiskey with two fingers. With two fingers. <laughs> with two fingers. <laughs> Three on date night. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So uh, my original point is, I can't talk shit too much because I'm out here and I can't run sprints on a soccer field. So what am I even saying? Hey, hey let me join you guys. <laughs> I mean, I could use an assistant, bro. I have one. With thank God for her, but because because here's the real kicker: I don't know a goddamn thing about soccer. You know, you I, kick the ball and don't use your hands. Right, exactly. That's about as far as we got. And it's even better because in third and fourth grade, they can't use their heads either. So I'm like, cool, just your feet. <laughs> Go for it, kid. But these kids are great. I'm I'm really enjoying it. And last season was super fun. I was that's my first season as a full time head coach. Mm. And we didn't win a damn game, but until the very last game, where I finally was like, you ever see the Mighty Ducks? You know, Gordon Bombay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had my Gordon Bombay moment. <laughs> it was amazing. Like, all, all the lessons, <laughs> all the Mr. Miyagi shit I came up with, wax on, wax off, all that shit I came up with throughout the season because I'm bullshitting, it all came together. And they, <laughs> and they, when I tell you they kicked ass, dude, they dominated that last game, and it made all the losses worth it. Because it doesn't matter about wins and losses at that age. But it made it all worth it. And I felt like I wanted to get like the slow motion, fucking carry me out like John Madden. <laughs> That's how that felt. And that to me was like, yeah, I'm a fucking coach, man. <laughs> this is good stuff. I signed up for spring season immediately on that shit, dude. Wait, wait, hold on. So you say something very interesting. You said... um, he said, "Winning or losing doesn't matter at that age, to a certain extent. To a certain extent. To a certain extent. You want um, them to win because you want them to feel good, but at that point, they're learning basics. Like this is, this is not competitive. This is a parks and rec department. You mm. want to win for their parents because everybody wants their kid to succeed and, you know, have that hero moment and all that. You know, mm. I, I get all that, but at the end of the day, no, I would much rather them learn something from a loss than just kick ass and win all the damn time. Like." You don't learn anything then, but the more we lost, the more they learned, and then when they earned that win, it felt like they earned every win of the season. Mm, 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 mm. Now, I'm saying that on this level, let us go and win every game this season and come back to me, and I'm like, fucking winning is awesome! 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I'll see, I'll, I've, I've always been under the, I've always had the understanding that you play to win. Of course. So, it like, even with my little brothers, when they were in third and fourth grade, I always taught them when you play, you play to win. Oh, yeah. That's the only thing. You train hard because you want to win. Of course. And I do that, so, too. Let's not get it twisted. I'm not a participation trophy kind of guy. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's, That's my next question. I am that was my not next that question. guy. No, no. But at that age, you got to be careful not to push the winning so hard where they're getting discouraged if it doesn't happen. Because some of these kids out here are track stars. So <laughs> it ain't all. And, you know, it's, this is citywide. So you yeah. don't get to pick your team. It's all volunteer. It's all, you know, draft yep. lottery and all that shit. So my team is very mixed with, you know, little runt dudes and dudes who could probably play semi-pro right now <laughs> in fourth grade. You know what I mean? So you have a nice mix, but everybody has to play. Everybody gets even playing time. So sometimes mm-hmm. you got your, your squirts out there, your little guys, and mm. they get run up on. Hey, that's okay. That's all I mean. It's, it's a, it's a tightrope. You got to be careful mm. how you walk it. That's true, that's I guess. All. But yeah, <laughs> I know your ass probably out there trying to destroy people. At, at what it is, you know. Oh my god! So yeah. Anyway, my legs are breaking, and uh, I cannot rally from whiskey. I I will segue that into my very fast St. Patrick's Day story. Uh, like I said, it was the wife's birthday. Uh, great time. Uh, myself and my wife and her cousin uh, went out a few bars. I left. I took a half day at work. Wife and I went to. Irish pub, you know, we want to get that St. Patrick's Day vibe going, so went to our favorite Irish pub uh, down in Waukesha called House of Guinness. Shout out to the House of Guinness. That's my guys out there. Part of their, part of their whiskey club. That's where I do all my learning. Um, So we're out there. It's pretty crowded, but not too crazy, and, you know, we're having a couple of drinks, and, you know, bartenders giving us a few, you know, a few freebies and things like that, so we're, we're chopping it up and having a good time. Uh, You know, head back to the crib, get picked up by the cousin, grab some food, hit the bars. And but somehow between me being okay at dinner and blacking out and waking up the next morning, I finished what had to be an entire bottle of whiskey <laughs> by yourself. By myself, I don't know how that happened. Oh, actually, I do know <laughs> how that happened. There's a new bar also downtown Waukesha, um, just opened up. Bartender there, I mean, and no offense to anybody, she had to be about seventy years old. So. Oof. I'm like, hey, you know, good for you. Retirement is tough these days. Make mm-hmm. your money how you do it. Mm-hmm. But you know how I talked about two fingers when you pour your whiskeys. Two fingers. Especially as a bartender, because you know there's food, there's cost effectiveness, and you gotta make sure you're pouring correctly, you're not wasting too much whiskey. That woman did not understand that concept. So when I'm asking for a Jameson neat, you know, no rocks. I just like a little bit of a glass. She's pouring like full fucking pours, full fucking glasses. Trying to fucking kill you. Exactly. So I'm being polite, and then again, I'm kind of buzzed at that point, just saying like, "Oh, okay, that's fine." And she's charging me <coughs> for a regular whiskey, and I'm like, "Okay, cool. This is a fucking deal." Yeah, it didn't mean I needed to finish every single drink I had because I don't remember anything after that bar. Fast forward to the next morning, and everybody, you know, because the rest of them, her cousin's a little bit younger, and she can rally really quickly, like yo ass can. <laughs> I am on my deathbed in the morning. 
I wake Oof. up and I'm like, I can't believe I woke up because I thought I was done for. Oof. And they go, let's go to brunch. And I go, oh, I love brunch. I fucking love brunch, dude. There are few, fewer things in life that bring me more joy than brunch. Than brunch. And you couldn't make it. Oh, I made it. I dragged, I popped my <laughs> tails. I downed the Pepto-Bismol. I took a little, and I was like, okay, I'm going to just focus on getting through brunch without any sudden movements. I can do that. <laughs> I was giving myself a pep talk in the mirror, and I'm like, you can do this, bro. You can do this. You can do this. So we get to brunch, and we're meeting up with another cousin. Hey, great time. I haven't seen you in a long time. And we order. I get a cup of coffee. Immediately, Black coffee, please. So immediately get a cup of coffee, and I'm like, okay, I, I, can, I, know, my, I know my body. I can handle this. It's fine. Order some food. I got some avocado toast. Usually a pretty good staple, whatever. I took literally one bite of avocado toast. And all of a sudden, my stomach goes. I was like, oof. I felt that. So I look at the rest of them and go, excuse me. (laughs) And I go to the bathroom where I proceed to violently erupt. I mean, freshman year, freshman year of college, kind of barfing. When he was, oops. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> that <out. laughs> I mean, I was a fire hose. He was and shooting I, fire blasts all over the oh, fucking. <laughs> talk about hydro pump, brother. <laughs> Both <laughs> barrels, just blah. my god. And I felt like the, the walls were thin, too, because I knew I could hear people in the next bathroom over. And I was like, I'm sorry, because I know all they heard was just, I'm not going to make the sound because people are listening. But they heard. Oh, the make, make, make the sound. Make, make the sound. Oh, no, no. no. People are so you can clip it later. So you can clip it later. I'll clip it later. <laughs> so, I'll and that could be our reaction to when someone plays terribly in, in the NFL. <laughs> it, it felt like, yes, I was watching the Bears lose all over again uh, in the Super Bowl. So. Just the most violent sounds I've ever produced in my entire life. <laughs> I don't think I've puked in maybe a, it has to be eight, nine years now. Really? Fun fact of the day, I was fucking good after that. I left the bathroom like, you know, fucking sunshine and rainbows, fucking devour the avocado toast. We go to Starbucks, we go get go to a fucking brewery and stuff. I was good for hours after that. I was so fucking happy. I felt like whatever evil had been sitting inside of me was just expelled. You threw up all those spirits. Yep. The exorcist. It was all those spirits left your body. Same scene. Totally. (laughs) I then proceeded to drop back down to despair. uh, Maybe six hours later. And then it took me two days to recover after that. (laughs) That's how it normally is. Yep. Boom. Drink, get fucked up, wake up, throw up. You're fine. Get fucked up again. And then now you take three days to recover. Two days to recover. (laughs) I was just like, I I am done. So that was my entire experience. Damn. That sounds like a fucking lit ass time. It was a really good time for when I got. That's how you should celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Oh, God. I never want to celebrate that holiday ever again, dude. That no, was that's how so you feel bad. I guess. I guess you I know, still got it, but damn. You know, I have yet to pr- properly celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Really? Yeah. That's because your ass celebrates every other day like it's St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 man. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. Go ahead with your story. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Right into that. So, so we meet up at 
All right, so this time Blastoise didn't go. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Yeah, Blastoise didn't go this time. Blastoise had sits out. Huh? The legend sit out, huh? The legend sat out today, or yeah, in this story. Sure. So I pull up to Mankey and Primate's house. Sure. I don't know if you remember them from previous stories. I but do. Mankey and Primate pull up to their house. So it's me, Mankey, Primate, Psyduck, and um. Uh, 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 Mankey brought along a friend. What does it call that friend? Um, a Voltorb. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call that friend Voltorb. <laughs> All right. Because, uh, man. Uh, shit. You know. I get it. Exactly. Later. So, you know, we're pre-gaming at their house. You know, we're having drinks. You know, we're planning our night. Oh, yeah. We're, we're going to go to uh, to this bar. Um, You know, it's, it's going to be plenty of uh, Caucasian bitches there. Um, we'll nice. we, we have a yeah, we're we gonna have a blast. And I said, you know what? We there, boom, we throwing it back, throwing it back, throwing it back. Comes time to go, boom. So we round up the troops, and Primeup actually sits out because his girlfriend wanted to stay in. Okay, so I was giving him shit, but I understood. St. Patrick's Day, but sure, <laughs> but I understood, so whatever it is, yeah, yeah. So it was myself, Charizard, nice, <laughs> nice. Voltorb and Psyduck. I thought you were Charizard. I'm Charizard, yeah. yeah. You're Charizard. Okay, got it. I'm Charizard, yeah. Me, Charizard, yep. Got it. Yeah. And so, you know, we so we're driving, pull up downtown, and it's cold as fuck. And we're walking to the fucking bar, cold as fuck. And we turn the corner and we look at the bar on our right hand side. And the line is through the door, touching the next bar. Oh, yeah. That's So we right. looked over there, we said, Nah, I ain't freezing my ass <laughs> up today. I got melanin in my skin, boy. I can't, be, I can't be out here for too long. I ain't like y'all reptilians. Trying to have I a melanin-free like night, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, man. And so I talked to the guys like, hey, so what's the move? It's Voltor's birthday. So Voltor looked up and he said, wait. Ain't that Silk? A strip club. Oh, <laughs> I am familiar. <laughs> and <why>. so, <laughs> we said, Back. we ain't got shit else to do, and it's warm in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yeah. we go in. We go in there, right? And so, you know, we get there, and it's really tight, and it's really, uh, really compact. A lot of people in there. Oh, really? Yeah, and that threw us off. That threw us off right away. Yeah, that's weird. And so we're in there. We're like, man, we just paid. We just paid ten dollars to get in. Right. This is damn near a waste of time. What y'all really want to do? So we're over here scheming. Oh god! <laughs> finally, come to this. So th- these were our three um, options. Okay. We would go to this other bar up the street that we normally always go to. Sure. Uh, we go to this place called um, RWBs. <laughs> Uh, it's another strip club. I think it's called RWBs. Is that where oh, we went? I'm not familiar with that one. I forgot where we went. Wherever okay. we went was the second option. Sure. This is where we ended up going. And the third option was Silk on Silver Spring. Got it. And so we chose the second option, which was in West Side. I think I believe it was RW3s. I, I could be, uh, I mean, RWBs. I could be wrong. I, I can't fucking remember. Oh, no, it was Heartbreakers. It was Heartbreakers. Ah, okay. Heartbreakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. It was Heartbreakers. Gotcha. So we went there. We went there. So boom, we pull up there. Now we talking. Okay. All right. Now we talking. So we're like, man, look, we tried to go downtown. Shit was packed. We finna have a ball in here. Nice. 
So Mankey, straight W man's my guy Mankey. He said, "Hey Ryan, I got you tonight." He gave me a hundred singles. Boom. Oh, okay. He gave me a hundred singles. Boom. And so uh, I'm like, "All right, bet." And then we're scheming our new. He's like, "All right, huh? What should we do? Let's all get private dancers." All of you? Okay. All of us. All of us. Bet. So we all we we all gonna pick a girl, right? Nice. That that was our idea. We always gonna sit at the fucking uh, table. And we all gonna pick a girl. And we all gonna have a fucking ball and go crazy, right? Very nice. <laughs> and so we're we we sitting at the table watching all the girls, you know, get their stage time or whatever. Right. You know, the guys are going, oh yeah, I, I want her. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, I want her. I want her. I'm like, no, nah, I want to see them all. I want to see them all. And then I'll make my decision. Oh yeah, I want to see them all. So I'm like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next. Mm-hmm. Next. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm sitting there the whole time. And then by the time I know it, I ran out of singles. Damn. So I didn't know where to throw. Or I was about to run out. You didn't recycle again, did you? No, listen, listen. Okay, go ahead. Listen. listen. <laughs> hey, don't so I, I counted how much I counted how many singles I had. Okay. I had like 40. Sure. And I'm like, fuck. It cost 30 to get a private dance. So I only got 10 left to throw. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a change for 10? Oh, like, like just kidding. Got my dimes. <laughs> so I was like, "Shit!" I'm like, fuck, what the fuck am I gonna do with this? So I put the thirty dollars away, and I'm holding the ten dollars. And then they're like, "Oh yeah, uh, those are all the girls on that are gonna be on stage tonight." Woo woo woo! And I'm like, "Damn!" So I seen all the girls already. Fuck! Oh. I don't want any of them? <laughs> I was like, fuck! Oh no! So so I had so I had just ten dollars sitting in my hand, and then my guys. Perfect timing because my guys are like, oh yeah, we want to leave. I was like, oh perfect. I didn't want to dance with him anyway. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck, what should I do? And I look at this girl and I'm like, if I give you ten dollars, would you give me your number? <laughs> I said, if I give you ten dollars, would you give me your number? No. <laughs> and she was like, sure. I was like, all right, bet. Boom. So I got her number. <laughs> don't give you a number. Yeah, she gave me her number. She gave me her number. You sure, it was hers. Okay. <laughs> Just wait. <laughs> Just wait. Well, wait. <laughs> So boom, give her the ten dollars. Boom, she gives me her number. And then uh, walk out. You know, night ends, whatever, whatever. We actually had a very good conversation on the way home. Okay. And um, I actually want to know your thoughts about it. So the question was, and then I'll continue with my story. Okay. Question was, how would you feel if your significant other had an OnlyFans? Okay, it's funny you mentioned that. I'm not saying my wife has one. No, but, <laughs> I know that was a good pause. I was there, like, right? Hold on, that man. Pause was everything. Oh shit! Let me find out you and you no. and Mrs. Foster have a no. secret. Have a secret OnlyFans account. <laughs> Y'all put the kids no. to sleep. Then... It's not that, but right, we right. have talked about this because it's a, it, for me. It's about how much are you showing? Because OnlyFans is wide ranging. You can do a lot. So her thought was like, what if I just did like my feet? Because there's a market <laughs> for that. She's like, would you be mad about that? Yes, and I'm like, yes. there's a part of me that kind of goes, you know, I don't really need other dudes, you know, slapping meat to my wife's feet. <laughs> there's another part of me that's broke as fuck. It's and like, understand that this is, I mean, it's a buyer's market. The, the, consumer, uh, the consumer sets the trends. Mm-hmm. So, like, fully showing everything on OnlyFans? Fuck no. No. 
mm-hmm. not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But if she wanted to be like a hand or a foot model on OnlyFans, and that mm-hmm. brought in like a, you know, like a third income, mm-hmm. maybe like mm. like a like a seventy thirty. Seventy thirty, okay. Yeah, seventy thirty, but that's respect it. That. Anything more than that, you can go get go get fucked, man. Like respect, respect. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we've we've had this conversation many times. Okay, okay. And a part of me, you kind of thinks that she just wants to show her feet to somebody, but <laughs> <laughs> now this is this is this is my next question. Okay. Now, what if you're talking to a girl, and in the in in the past, like she she's done OnlyFans. Okay. How I feel bad asking you because you're fucking married. Go ahead. But, okay, so that just, doesn't disqualify me. I'm still. Yeah, like, I know. It's just like fuck. <laughs> I bet that, okay, okay. So what if, what if what if when you met Rachel? Yeah. She did OnlyFans in the past. Okay. How would you feel? Would you have pursued her anyway, or would you have kind of like backed off? I would pursue it anyway. The you key word you put there was in the past. Who? That's fire. It's in the past. It's mm-hmm. that I was not in the picture. That's got nothing to do with me. However, she mm-hmm. made her money. If my wife was a stripper before I met her, that's that. That's nothing to do with me. Damn, that was my next question because that was our next question. Oh, see, yeah, no, and we had a whole discussion about this in the car. Oh yeah, yeah. So I damn, mean, yeah. It is what it is. Whatever happened before me, mm. BC before Siege. <laughs> whatever like. happened BC, yeah, it has it's absolutely irrelevant to our situation now, and that's how I'd feel about anything she did. If she murdered somebody in her past, like, oh, I didn't know you back then. Bonnie and Clyde, fuck like, it, right? You, are you murdering people now? Because that's a different conversation. Are you stripping mm-hmm. now? Are you an OnlyFans now? Like, right. then it's different. But if it's mm-hmm. in the past, it's in the past. Mm. That's where it stays. Respect. Respect. Okay. Yeah. Now to continue my story. Oh, here we go. So, uh, I'm fast forward to Sunday night. Sure. Um, so, we ended up hanging out at uh, Mankey Prime's house for, for a little while. So, I took, I had to take Mankey back home to his parents' house. Okay. So took him back to his parents' house, dropped him off, hit up the number I got. Okay. Hit up the number I got. But then I still remembered the semen retention promise that I made. Oh, no. <laughs> Here we go. I remembered it. I remembered it. So I said, fuck. I'm going to have fun, but I ain't going to have too much fun. Right. You can still talk. But, so, so boom, I hit her up. We'll, 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 we'll call her um, We'll call her Bayleaf. Okay. Let's call it Bayleaf. Sure. <laughs> and so I'm like, boom, where you at? Woo woo woo. She's like, oh, I'm over here. Come pick me up. Woo woo woo. I'm like, oh, she led with come pick me up. <laughs> Yo, we were talking. And Yo, you I got said, to that part. Okay. Yeah, I was like, damn, that's forward as hell. This paraphrasing, paraphrasing. Got here. you. I feel you. Yeah. I can't give away all my secrets. Good. I, I, Good. <laughs> uh, the masses don't need to know that is your thing. I'm just kidding. I ain't got no game. I ain't got no risk. Stop it. Let's go. Nah, <laughs> yeah, so I pull up to her, boom, pick her up, bring her back to the house. Mm-hmm. And this, this is the funny part. So we're watching, we're watching Netflix, right? Uh-huh. And then uh so one thing leads to another. Uh-huh. Starts giving you some uh some <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh man. He started, yeah, that that toppy toppy, you feel me? I got you. So in the back of my head, I'm thinking, fuck, semen retention. <laughs> yeah, you. So, so I'm doing this. So I'm doing this. So I'm yanking her head back and forth. I'm like, so glad they can't what? see you doing that right now. 
Yeah, so, but then she's like, she's like having fun with it. She's like over there giggling and shit. So I'm like, girl, you don't even know what I'm going through right now. <laughs> I want to get. <laughs> you don't know the struggle. I want to get one off so bad, but I made a promise. Right? Hold on, hold on. Just, just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so she, she so kept yeah, going. You're that stupid. Just <laughs> <laughs> kept going. And then I'm like, about to, about to explode, sure. like, erupt. Sure. Like, I told you, this shit has been building up for weeks. I, I warned you. Actually, it's only been like a week and a half. <laughs> it probably feels like a bunch of weeks. He <laughs> said, it's been a whole year. Like, bro, oh, it's, shit. it's been two yeah. weeks, dude. It's been two weeks. <laughs> like, yeah, two weeks, we can have some shit we like that. We have a time stamp on it, man. <laughs> and then I'm about to, bu- and then I throw her off. Wow. Like, All right, I'm good. I'm good. Don't touch me. I'm good. <laughs> I ain't never blue balled myself that bad in my life. When I tell you my balls been hurting since this morning, <laughs> like I could like today I couldn't wear compression pants to the gym wow. because that's how much my shit was throbbing. But wow, that's how my St. Patrick's Day weekend went. That is all over the place, man. <laughs> you started green and ended up blue. And- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you poor bastard. It's going to be all right. And uh, to that, I'll just uh, take another. You may take your drink. I'm going to switch over to UFC to finish up this episode because, again, we're keeping it shorter these times, guys. I know we've been getting real crazy with pushing two hours an episode. We got to wrap things up a little bit faster for the masses. This episode done on the drive-in to wherever the hell they're going, probably to work, maybe to the gym. (laughs) <laughs> or maybe to the strip club, but they should be finished with the episode by the time they get there. So they're, nice, <laughs> they're nice and entertained by that point. Uh, UFC happened over the weekend as well. Uh, big, big main event. We won't go into the entire fight card. I'll just talk about the top three fights I think I actually saw personally. I didn't catch the rest of it. Uh, I'll start with Gunnar Nelson and Brian Barbarena because A, Gunnar Nelson has the most glorious mustache I've ever seen in my entire career. <laughs> my God. He took a year off. Came back. He's 19 and 5 and 1, 10 and 5 of the UFC. He beat Brian Barbarena by submission. Uh, he's and actually he looked, a really good fighter. He looked amazing in that fight. He's in his mid 30s, too. You wouldn't be able to tell. That kid, yeah. he's a scrapper. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, I mean, just takedowns in the first round, you know, a nice big arm bar he had on them and just picked him apart, wore his ass out, and yeah. got the submission. And I mean, that's amazing. I think that's his like his seventh or eighth submission win in his yeah, UFC career. He, I love submission artists. Like mm-hmm. those are some of my favorites. And Barbarina uh, normally struggles with a uh, submission artist. I believe his last few losses are from all submission artists. I think you're right. Barbarina, uh nine and eight in the UFC. So uh, he's a banger. He's a he, banger. Don't get me wrong. They I mean they the, the strikes they were throwing were very yeah. hard. So mm-hmm. I could I could definitely see that being a thing, but yeah, Gunnar Nelson, if he stays consistent and kind of gets back in the game here, a little more consistent fights, a little more frequent fights, he's gonna be a, he's gonna be a runner. I, I like what I see from him. Because they're in the 170 weight class, right? Uh yes, they are welterweights. They're welterweights, yeah. So like I don't see any of them being like threats to the title. No. But and, and we you and I um, talked about this before, is the, the champions are so far above everybody in, in pretty much every weight class at this point, like they need new stars, 
And even at 34 years old, I mean, Gunnar Nelson can still be a star. But yeah. you, know, you got to build these guys up. And having only a couple fights in like three years isn't going to do it. So mm-hmm. someone like him who has like a nice submission game, like a Charles Oliveira, who I, is, I'm a big fan of him. Mm-hmm. You need guys like that to kind of fill out this roster and fill out these divisions. So, yeah, they're not there yet, no. But it's cool to see that the seeds getting planted, you know. We'll move on from there. Um, Justin Gaethje. Oh, boy. Ooh. Oh, boy. That, that, this man, that man is a beast. Zeesh. He's a beast. Man. Um, first of all, I just want to say I picked Fazib to win this fight. <clears throat> really? You put money on it? No, no, no. I didn't put money on money, it. But gotcha. my pick was Fazib going in. Okay. Um, and after the first round, I felt really good because I thought Fazib looked really fast in the first round. Yes. Um, it looked like Gaethje was uh, kind of frustrated with the speed and the, the yeah. difference in quickness. But you could tell whenever Gaethje touched him, he hurt him. Oh, yeah. And the power and difference was evident. But Fazib really just didn't have enough power to put Gaethje away. Because no. there was a lot of times he would catch Gaethje with some good stuff. Oh, yeah. A lot of back and forth. It's just. In that man. first round, at least. But you're right. The speed really caught up to him. Yeah. And that, that well, power by Gaethje. Gage fucked Fizzy's face up in the third round. Bad, bad in the third round. I think he had both his eyes messed up. Yeah. Like it just pouring blood. I was like, whoa. Yeah. And then Gage just again hit the gas, turned it on. And then, I mean, he was just taking him out. And it went all the way, you know, to the end. But like, Gage was just, if you gave him one more minute, I mean, Fizzy was going to be just asleep. Man, he even got a takedown in the third round. He did. <laughs> pretty late, too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Like, that man. That, that was that pretty was, great. That was a hell of a fight. Uh, 11 uh, bonuses and 11 fights for Justin Gaethje? That's nuts. This dude's That's making crazy. money just from performances. Yeah. Just from looking like a G. That's, mm-hmm. man. But I, I will say this now. Bro, that shit has to be catching up to him. Oh, God, yeah. Totally. Like, Imagine, like, think, when you think about all the fights that he's had in the UFC, they've all been, like, fucking brawlers. War. Like, it, 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 like, wars. wars. Yes. All of like them were wars. Like, Poirier, Chandler, Oliveira. He's yeah. Like, in all those fights, he got tagged, and he tagged them. Yep. That's a murderous row to be going yeah. through the gauntlet like that. So, yeah, Gagey is very battle-tested. Very battle-tested. But, I mean, unsuccessful in the last couple of title defenses. I mean, title matches for him. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's got some work to get. He's number five right now in the ranking. So, it's yeah. he's got now, ways to get up there. Now, in that division, very competitive division. Oh, yeah. So, like, where do you see Gaethje next? Do you think he is in line for a title shot? Not yet. Who fights next? I don't have the rankings in front of me, but I would go Gaethje Poirier, too. I was thinking Poirier. I mean, he fought Michael Chandler already, right? So that's... Yeah, he beat him. Yeah. Poirier beat him, too. Poirier beat him. So, I mean, Poirier makes a lot of sense. I mean, he already ran with, with Oliveira. Oliveira beat him. So, I mean, if he can go against Poirier and have a dominant win, kind of <laughs> like how he did here, then I think he gets a title shot. But yeah, I agree. right I agree. now, those top three, yeah, Makachev, Oliveira, and Poirier, I mean, you got to get through at least one of them. Yeah, I think um I think the next title shot should be Oliveira and Darius, whoever wins that. Mm. Darius. That's a good fight. That 
that's not a bad idea either. But on the same card, what were you gonna say? They should have Poirier and uh, Gaethje. Oh, so, I mean, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, never mind. That, that fight's already booked. I'm sure. Yeah, it's already booked up. Yeah. But I mean. Even look at someone like a Dan Hooker. I mean, his record's not bad. Yeah, Gamrot. We just talked about Gamrot last time. Yep. And you know he he's still twenty two and two. So I mean, Rachmanov. Yeah. Well, see, no, no, different no is different. Yeah. Yep. But a lot of these records kind of they're all pretty bulletproof when it comes to their records. So it's mm-hmm. it's a pretty mixed bag. And on the top, you just have the same dudes who have just been who've been there for a long time now. So. That's yeah. where I'm like, Gaethje, I think he needs at least one more high profile to get one, another title shot. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Dustin Poirier win would do it. I think so. Speaking of title shots, woo, main event, trilogy fight, Leon Edwards and Kumaro Usman. That, my goodness. And that had all the hype going into it. It was an amazing fight. High level mixed martial arts. It was an absolute chess match. And you could tell. Those two, they just knew each other so well. The exchanges were so good. Back and forth. Leon Edwards with the win, putting the trilogy to bed. Nothing but respect for both those fighters. And I think even at the end, I mean, it was just such a tough fight to score. I think it kind of came down real close. I mean, yeah, Edwards was just doing a lot of damage in the midsections, a lot to the legs, like just I mean, the thing everybody talks about, yes, Ed, Edwards also grabbed the, the fence. He lost a point. So even with that and still pulling out a win, like Edwards, I think, solidified himself as like an undisputed champion. And yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. What did you think? I thought, well, what stuck out to me was how much Leon Edwards has improved. Oh, Yeah. He's totally. improved drastically defending takedowns. Dramatically better. Like Kamar, like if you can trilogy, so three fights. Right. If you compare Leon Edwards in their first fight, second fight, and third fight, they all for the first eight rounds. No, no, no. For the first seven rounds, maybe. Right. Kamar Usman had his way with him. Absolutely. That's right. Dominated him. Totally. Took him to the ground, did whatever with him. Ground and pound, stomped his feet, whatever the fuck. Flipped that. Ever since the knockout. Kamaru Usman looks like he's a different fighter. Leon Edwards looks like his confidence is through the roof. Mm-hmm. He was picking them apart, managing the distance very well, stuffing takedowns. Usman was up like four for 17 or four for 15, something like that. I believe so, yeah. Something crazy like that. And like you said, even with the point deduction, Edwards gave it to him on the feet. Usman the entire night was worried about that head kick. So he, yep. he, had, he had that... That guard up the whole time. So, who's, like you said, yeah, kicking him in the midsection, kicking him in the legs, legs yep. to a lot of beating. Mm-hmm. And that was it was pretty cool to see. And you're absolutely right. If you look at the entire body of work, the way Edwards has just evolved his game, just to getting just everything, his mannerisms, even before the fight, he's so confident now. Yeah, like Usman was. Like Ronda Rousey, like he was in your head from the jump, and yep. Edwards, he never blinked, never yep. blinked. No, it's, it's it's good that you bring that up because at the beginning of the fight, you know, <clears throat> Usman is you know trying to intimidate him, get all get a ball in his face, and you know do all this and shit. Oh yeah, and Edwards, yeah, Edwards goes, do headshot, bang. <laughs> that was like oh, no. beautiful. I love when fighters evolve to that level where they're just 
they unlock it. They, yeah. It all comes together for them. Yep. We've seen it in the past, but like, yes, Edwards, absolutely masterwork class. Both fighters were really amazing in that fight. Again, mm-hmm. very back and forth, but end of the day, Rocky Edwards is the dude. He's that dude. He's that dude. I'm not sure what's next for Usman at this point. He had a really great run as himself, but, no, again, but the game catches up to you, man. But what's next for Edwards? Everyone, everyone is next for Edwards. As soon as he won, I saw at least five or six dudes like, I'm fucking next, I'm next, I'm next. But it sounds like we're getting Kobe Covington. And that gives me a, just a deep, deep sigh. Colby Covington, I can't stand the guy. And I know he loves that. He loves being the bad guy. And in the past, I'm all for villains in fighting. because You got to have somebody like that. Um, He reminds me of Chael Sonnen. Because Chael Sonnen was a big pro wrestling guy. So he loved running his mouth and doing promos and making him sell the fight. Chael Sonnen was nowhere near the level of Anderson Silva. But Mm -hmm. damn it, he made you think it for a second. Yeah, the way you would talk that shit, I was like, dude, Sonnen. It's like, he, like you and Lamar Jackson. He's trying to manifest shit <laughs> in public. So watching Chael Sonnen try to convince himself he was anywhere near Anson Silva's game. And when they fought, yeah, there was a couple moments where you're like, oh my God, is he going to pull it off? Yeah. And to me, Kobe Covington wishes he was Chael Sonnen. He is <laughs> Dude is just the lowest common denominator when it comes to alienating his fan base and saying, we're red-blooded Americans, uh, do it for America. He's a big Trump lover. He's a big Republican. He loves trucks and guns and shit. Like, cool, bro. You don't have to do all that. Like, who are you trying to convince, me or you? Like, <laughs> I, I, don't, I see you right through that bullshit, dude. He's already he's already bitching about a fucking title shot. So I'm like, yeah. you got stomped out last time. Like, man, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Man. We'll see. Honestly, that seems to be next on the docket. Honestly, he doesn't deserve it. I don't think he does either. He's been either. active for a year. Right. In my opinion, you know who you know who truthfully and honestly deserves it? Mm. Bilal Muhammad. Ooh. Very intriguing fight. Very intriguing. He, he's probably the one that definitely deserves it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the second guy who deserves it. If he wins, I think he will win. Is okay. Gilbert Burns when he beats Jorge Masvidal? I was thinking of Gilbert Burns too. Gilbert Burns is a beast. Mm-hmm. I don't think Masvidal wins. I think Masvidal gets dominated. I've heard Masvidal come up in uh, championship fights with Leon Edwards. I don't understand it. Leon Edwards is going to fucking knock him out. Masvidal is not on that level. Masvidal as uh, as fun as he can be in a fight, he mm-hmm. has not been winning. No, 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 not against Rocky. No, not against Rocky. He's definitely winning against Rocky, but. In his last few high-profile fights, he has fucking... He hasn't looked good. He has not looked good. good. Mm -hmm. He's looked out of shape. He looks like he's just coasting on that BMF title he won a few years back. It doesn't mean shit. It doesn't mean shit. It was a prop title. Like Ever since that, Masvidal, he ain't been nothing like that guy at all. And I don't think he will ever again, honestly. No, probably not. He got his money. He got his money. Yep. That's about it. Those 15 minutes are up, brother. Yep. So I'm, we'll interested, see. I'm interested to see uh, what what Hamza does. I heard he's going up to middleweight. But I don't know. Um, I don't know. Because, I mean, Hamza in the title fight, I could see that too. That'd be real dope. But he's a very careful person. So I don't know if a step up in weight is smart. 
Dana, I heard Dana saying some shit like he, yeah. he's going up to middleweight. You know, Dana's always going to be oh, trying to convince no. him. He's like, he, again, money fights, man. Yeah, him and Pajeda or him and Izzy. Him and Izzy would be cool, too. I mean, they're looking for those money fights. That's yeah. the only thing they've got right now until some of these guys step up. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that that's about it for this week. I mean, some fun stuff going on with sports, but most of it, Kind of a step down after the last few weeks of just crazy, crazy news of the NFL and everything going mm-hmm. on. NBA's picking up. We're getting marching to the playoffs a little bit soon here. So yep. it'll be interesting. Maybe we'll cover NBA next week. What are your final yeah. words for your fans tonight? Uh, final words. Uh, I know we haven't been talking too much about the NBA. Um, oh, we're getting there. Don't I you? know. I know. I know my people have been bugging me about that because, you know, I, I love basketball. That's my shit. And my people mm-hmm. know that. They love oh. it when I talk ball. So, don't worry, playoff time's coming up, so we're definitely going to talk some ball. But oh, I just want to give a huge shout-out to Brad Holmes, Dan Campbell, the, the Detroit Lions. Oh, here we go. For signing my boy, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. And I thank can't. you to the Philadelphia Eagles for fucking up once again and signing James Bradbury over Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Thank you very much. I can't fucking believe it. I was almost as excited as you were giving you the news. I feel like I was giving you a, a Christmas present. Man, you showed it. You Because like, I saw Detroit Lions and CJ out and Gardner Johnson. I'm like, are, are you kidding me? Like, Lions. Yes. Lions, man. They are loading the fuck yes. up. Yes. I fucking love it. Young I, Town, he's 26, yeah. 25, something like that. He's such a baller. Man. What Ooh. an upgrade is that for you guys? Like, yeah. You know, I was, I was bitching about losing uh, Deshaun Elliott. Yeah. Now we got CJ. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Even Deshaun, better. Yo, Deshaun, who? Like, Oh, y'all upgraded like fucking Jeez. Beyonce. Like, damn, bro. Woo. That's that's huge news for you guys. So can't wait. I was I saw that news and immediately said it to you, like, dude, how is this even right? Right? Like, how how are you feeling? You gotta Man. be <laughs> Let me tell you how I feel about him, bro. In Madden, when we do fantasy drafts, I always pick him as my you safety. Pick him up, you know, I know you do. <laughs> So like, I always pick him as my safety. You're he can do everything. Shit. He can cover. He can tackle. He's fast. He can play man. He can play zone. He can shed blocks. Right. He can rush the passer. Motherfucker. God damn it. He can do it all, man. He can do it all. He's Derwin James Jr. Right. Man. Mm, 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 mm. Mm-mm. Lions are going to be a fucking problem. Yes, sir. And it's about time. You can bank on that. There it is. <laughs> oh, that was perfect. That was perfect. Oh man. Um. Yeah. Again, make love to your whiskey. Keep it to two or three fingers. Nobody Double likes. Fingers. Nobody likes an aggressive drinker. And watch out for the pours if you're at bars and you have seventy year old bartenders. Make sure they know the proper amount of whiskey to pour. Those are my final words for the evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's I think it's the truest statement I've ever said on this Ooh. podcast so far. Yo, Ooh. testify, testify. Yo, fire, wave them all, wave them all. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, as a, as podcast host, again, we appreciate you. We love you. Look out. This is episode nine. Episode 10 is next week. Mm. We got some special stuff cooking, so stay tuned. Big stuff coming. Big I, stuff coming. I can confirm I have secured a guest. Mm. 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 We'll, we'll see if she actually delivers, but oh. it is confirmed. But that's all I'm going to say. Oh, I will, of course, let you know 
Um, so you can prepare yourself for questions and things like that. But that part is secured. So we're making moves at the Bank Bro Show. Yes, sir. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. With that, we'll catch you on the flip. We're here for you. You can bank on that. Mm. Bitch ass. Peace. One, two, three. Fuck words.